ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like yeah. I've watched so many people die after Rogan goes on stage or after Mencia or uh, back in the nineties. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Rogan yeah. was a powerhouse back then. He was one of my favorite comics back then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for you sure. Know, you know, it's just when he had fear factor, he'd just gotten fear factor. So yeah. that was like the big thing, but no one knew him as a comic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they just knew him as a TV host. Yep. And, oh, that was yeah. that guy from news radio, but he was a monster performer. Okay. I mean, it's just a powerhouse. And I'm like, I want that power. When I started out, I'm like, and, you know, I have a big personality anyway, and I'm loud and I'm very, you know, I'm very intimidating. So I'm like, I'm going to fucking use this to my advantage. And I'm like, yeah, I want to follow Rogan. I've watched comics die like right. horrible deaths up there and sit there and go, oh, so what am I going to do after that? I mean, Joe right. Rogan and, and they don't know what to do. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like you're, it's horrifying. Yeah. And so I would follow him and I would just jump on that wave and just sail it in. So like the second half of the night would just coast in. And it was like the best learning experience when I was a young comic was following people that were like that amazing. Welcome fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. Oh, you know, oh, everything is like falling apart on me today. Oh, shit. That's like personally or around you? <laughs> everything. <I'm> like... <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, what let's I do. do this podcast thing then. <laughs> right on schedule. What is happening? Okay. Hi. Right. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Better now. Yes. Now I'm connected. Can you uh, hear me good? Yeah, we got you. We're good. We're good. Fuck yeah. All right, so we are joined tonight by Christy Miller, comedian, and uh, we. I want to explain the drink before we get going because we we know you're not a drinker. Yes, so, I'm excited. So <laughs> we're you know I said I'll tailor something to you, and uh, we do love our white Russian. So I found a drink that's called the Burley Russian, which is made with muscle milk instead of cream. <laughs> fuck yeah so that's what we're having so cheers cheers to you. you cheers thank you for joining thank, thank you, so you for much. having me so instead of do you even lift bro so it's like do you even drink bro <laughs> yeah kind of that's that's more where <laughs> yeah we would come from <laughs> <sighs> all right so, so you don't you don't drink alcohol at all no i don't like it okay no. that's like, a, like when i was in my 20s i'm 52 now Back in my twenties, back in my day when I was, you know, before even like electricity was born, you know, I would drink when you know at the comedy clubs, but like two drinks, I was done. Sure. And if I couldn't, and then I couldn't finish them half the time because I'd be, you know, buzzing pretty hard. I'm like, oh, I can't drink this anymore. Like I'm full. Yeah. I don't mm. know how people drink like nonstop and pound them. I just don't understand it. Were you yeah. as into physical fitness as you are now back then? 
Okay. Oh, yeah. So you, you were already living that. So yeah. So good. I mean, I good that you don't like drinking then. Cause yeah. obviously that's a big detriment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always tell people my drug of choice is the iron. That's perfect. I wish it was mine. I wish it was mine. <laughs> we unfortunately don't have the same lifestyle. <laughs> no. I mean, if, if we can, okay. I'll just hide that. I'll hide that. I'll hide that. <laughs> That's that what is... man, no man wants to take their shirt off and have a girl go, aww. I was going to say, that is not pity. That's shame. That's shame right there. <laughs> I'm gonna just, I'll just go here. It's the wimp of shame. No. <laughs> you know what you should do? You should drink some so, of your drink some of your muscle milk. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> what do you like to recover with? Uh, 12 ounce curls bro. Yeah, we, we wanted to get a muscle milk promo in there just in case they see this <laughs> and feel sorry for you uh, right, right. for kidding. him they look so, yes like, clearly they don't drink it so <laughs> we're not gonna sponsor him we we just we just had a personal trainer on and i hired him so i'm on the early stages of my journey to <laughs> Oh yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That's a callback, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Let's have a flex off. Yeah. Do you really want to? No, right, you know what? Gonna... Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> okay, let's let's do it. Let's this... let's shame us. Shame we, us. We Go lose. Ahead. We lose. <laughs> oh God. Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. We yeah. lose. We lose. Well, not that defined i just lift heavy i don't care how i look i'm too old for that shit <laughs> i really am i'm like listen i'm lucky i made it alive today you're just at 52 you're just like you know what if i can squat you know <laughs> a couple wheels for some reps i'm happy i'm not it's uh, that's it you know quick so. get quick giving the old one excuses he's he makes you look young so you're good yes yes, yes. <laughs> any way to make people feel bad about themselves i'm all for it <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and that's why we love you. We've been watching your stuff and we want to make sure we start this by saying, please do not put any filter on yourself. Yes. Because we love everything that comes out oh. of your mouth. Yay. <laughs> and I like everything that goes in too, sweetie. <laughs> so, so yeah, we start there. Have you caught any young dick yet? Because I know you, we saw his little clip on <laughs> you talking about young dick. Why well, well, wait. Up? Well, Once wait till the album comes out. So, all right, all <laughs> There'll right, be a so, lot of that. Cool. Yeah. So, let's start with that. You just recorded your your comedy album. I just recorded a comedy album uh, about three weeks ago, and it's editing now. Um, it's uh, called Christianity. Okay. And because comedy's my religion, yeah. and the comedy club is my church. Okay. Awesome. So, awesome. Cool. I Where... say what the fuck I want when I want because <laughs> it's funny. Fuck you, it's funny is my motto. Laugh at yourself and other people. Right. And don't be afraid. And just life is so hard as it is. Yes. And the stress and everything we've been through these last few years, it's just like, can we just roast each other and laugh? (laughs) Yes. I want to laugh at everybody else's expense. Thank you. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, to me, like the reason why roast battles and roasting is so popular and people are so good at it it's because there's this trust thing when you trust and love somebody yeah. you can say anything to them and it's funny and there's no there's none of this going on none of this ah right shit. yep so that's why roasts and and deuses are just so huge and they never go out of style and yeah. with my stand-up 
I roast pop culture. I don't give a fuck who you are. Especially when I love you. Oh, I go in. <laughs> if I love you, it's on. Yeah. So it by the end on. of this, by the end of this, if she's really bashing us, then we'll know. Yay, yeah. we did. If in. I if I don't like you, I ignore you. <laughs> so, well, I you pull know, the Mariah Carey. I don't know her. Yeah, we, we've we've had that happen <laughs> once where somebody went five minutes in went. No, I don't want to. <laughs> so we'll know name, if it happens. Name names. Name names. Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's technically not really, I don't want to blame her because she's, it's been explained she's to coming me. back up. The situation she was in was bad. Bring me on when she's here and, and I'll she's... roast her from the background. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> do you, do we even mention that she was a dominatrix? She's a, do yeah, she's a dominatrix. So. Oh, yeah so <laughs> maybe a little fun with that i don't know uh, someone has some daddy issues <laughs> <laughs> me uh, <laughs> damn it slavery <laughs> <laughs> sorry too um, soon <laughs> no no you guys are in the south it's still current so what the fuck am i talking about <laughs> <laughs> no no we're up north we're in wisconsin oh you are yeah yeah oh, okay so, my mom yeah. was born in wisconsin almost born in oh, wisconsin okay. She was, you know, she was. Oh, your mom she, was. Okay. Not me. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't Where blame in you. Wisconsin are you guys at? Uh, the Fox Valley. Do you have you ever played Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton? No, but I've been to Appleton. I played a gay club there. Oh, okay. Years and years and years ago. Uh, cute town. Rascals. Rascals. The rain. There's a. Isn't there a I rainbow? Tell you. Remember, yeah. this is like at least twenty. Oh, that's oh, the one. Probably, probably, probably the pivot then. Probably. I don't know. I just showed up. There was fags and it was me. And it <laughs> yeah. was great. And I was happy. <laughs> well, there goes that question. Can you say the word fag anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. Because you know why? It's just a fucking word. <laughs> it's just, a stupid word. Right? And it does, like words don't mean what they used to mean anymore i mean the only word i won't use is the n-word yeah yeah i just i just i won't sure. i call my friends that that are <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and i use a hard r with them oh. other than that i'm just kidding <laughs> i was gonna say you got some privilege there that's a good one. Oh, honey listen i use my white privilege wherever i can <laughs> I milk this white privilege. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm white. I have rights. Right. 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 Horrible. No, it's so horrible. <laughs> it's so horrible. But that's why I say crazy shit because it's so horrible. Like, who would talk like this? Exactly. And people are like, oh my God, she thought it. I thought it. She said it. It's a small, crazy world that we yeah. live in. Well, that's, I think that's the thing right there. Everybody's thinking it. Yeah. Except people the, aren't saying it yeah except for the people that don't get the joke and fuck them i mean you know why they don't because they don't know who they are yeah, they have okay. no idea who they are or what their role is in this world and they're not comfortable in their own skin there's yeah there's, that's true i learned that well, a b and a stand-up comic quality for this december's 27 years <laughs> oh my god congrats awesome. to you that's awesome no i'm a failure that's terrible <laughs> Wait, wait. You've made it to cocktails with dimples in the beard. Right? Right? How much bigger we, can you get? It's like Love Actually, Wisconsin, babes! Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, I, you know, opening for Paul Mooney for many years, watching white people watch him it was probably the 
funniest thing I've ever seen watching their reaction. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, this is terrible. So, <laughs> oh, this is racist. That's not, oh my God. And I'm dying, <laughs> crying in the corner. And one night at Caroline's on Broadway, someone, I was sitting on the side screaming, laughing, because, and this was a white couple, and they were just like looking at me, and I said, He ain't talking about me. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm not that person he's talking about. So I don't give a shit. So you must be, that's why you're uptight because it's telling on you. When people get uptight in a comedy club, it tells all their business right there. It's like, you don't know who the fuck you are. You actually do feel that way and don't want people to know it and judge you for it and make you call you an asshole and a racist and a prick. And now you got to live with yourself. So instead you're going to gaslight and make it the comics. Right. Right. I got two of these for you, a whole nice. set. We'll, we'll get we'll get four nice. more because nice. I, yeah. I, uh, I I do love a, a comedy club and I love a comedy. Club. I love yes. the jokes that are just that make people go. Ugh. Yeah, the ones that make you cringe and yeah, you know. Oh. How I got my record deal was uh, my buddy su- submitted it because he worked with them because they wanted to branch into comedy, his record company, and. Okay. Gave him a tape of mine. It was all about my my obsession with Andrew Cuomo, our our beloved governor, our fallen <laughs> governor, our sex offending governor, <laughs> our ass grabbing handsy anzy Andrew Cuomo. Oh, love him. <laughs> oh, what a field day did you have on that? Oh, oh my god, I unleashed. But it was all about sexual harassment and like the the levels of it and how I want to bang them and how can I get this job? And you know, all it's the whole thing. You'll hear it on the album. It's on the album people. And there's also a clip of it, a beginning stages of it. When we first opened on YouTube, on my channel. There's all right. The be- perfect. The beginning stage. It's, it's evolved now because now we have Catherine Hochul. We finally got a female governor because we had to have our other governor go down for sexual assault <laughs> to actually get a woman in office in liberal New York. Okay. Well, that's, that's cleared up, you know? <laughs> so we love you in, uh, uh, you know, we love you in our neighborhood. We just don't want you running our politics. You fucking bleeding whore. <laughs> so, uh, that's basically you ovulating cunts. That's what they're telling me. So, you know, so I oh. have this, so he gives of this clip and, Michelle and her husband are like, her husband's like, fuck the other projects. I want to hear what the hell she's going to say next. We got to do her album. And that's the whole thing. Like, what is she going to say next? Because I don't care. Because if you can't laugh at yourself, then you should just go crawl under a rock and die. Right. I throw myself under the bus any chance I can. You know why? Because it's funny. Right. Yeah. It's so much fun to be made fun of. It's so much fun to laugh at yourself. And, and, and I agree. I I've always thought that it's fun to laugh at yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I love to hear that other people like that. Um oh yeah. And it's it's you know, and I get at everybody. And the but, nice thing about my album, I was telling uh my friend of mine that I was like, you know what the cool thing was is that I had people from all walks of life in the audience, you know, from trans, gay, black. MAGA, crazy, psycho, racist, <laughs> liberal, Connecticut, waspy, and then comics. <laughs> you know, I had all of us were in this room together as a group laughing at the same shit, at the same beat. And it was amazing. And it was yeah. just, I go, this is why we need comedy now yes. more than ever. It's the one I told uh, my best friend, Gina, she's the, one of the managers at the Comedy Cellar okay. here in New York City. And I said, comedy is the new prohibition. Remember, this is the Roaring Twenties. 
We went yeah. through this 100 years ago with the Spanish flu and that pandemic. True, the true. same. We're repeating history. So now it's our roaring 2020s. Back then it was alcohol and speakeasies. Now the new speakeasy is comedy clubs. Yeah. Yeah, and we're being attacked and 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 cancel and 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 punished for all everybody's hangups. Yeah, and, do you feel it's getting better though? I mean, I think it. I think comedians are are fighting back now. Oh, we're fighting back, and we have been. And the beauty is, is that we don't back down because we're not we're not politicians. No, right, right. You know, you, we you take my mind off of politicians. Exactly. Yeah. I don't right. do anything political in my act because I can't. I'm tired. I'm Ex really tired of it. Except so for one to have sex with Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's not political. That's just <laughs> that's sexual. Honey. You're right, right. That's that that's not political. It's pathetical. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> but it's it's just I just need a break from it. So I always tell people my act is so ridiculous and so stupid and so like, what the fuck? It's just a spa day for your brain because we need it. We do. I stay. I, I stay involved politically in my community in New York City. Yeah. I stay involved locally. I stay involved. I stay on top of shit. But that's you know, I handle my business where it's supposed to be handled yeah. in the voting booth with my voice in the voting booths at the you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm not yeah. on Twitter because I have a triggered feeling because somebody didn't hug me when I was seven. <laughs> now I'm going to go on Twitter and cancel every comedian with the letter A in their name. You know right. what I mean? Like it just doesn't, I can't. It's like, we're not politicians. We're not, we're just here to make fun of and take and be able to process tragedy through laughter is yeah. so healing. And it's easier to process it when you're laughing than it is when you're upset or crying. Oh yeah, for sure. So if sure. we could break it down and make fun of it, then it's like, oh, okay. I laugh. Now I can actually talk about it like a human being and civil. Yeah. As yeah. and uh, but right now I think I think politics is too divided mm -hmm. and people are too emotionally involved politically where they don't need to be. 100%. They've injected yeah. their ego into everything political. And it's like, what are you doing? That's not what this is about. Yeah, it shouldn't define you as a person. No, no. Instead of going, oh, that black guy over there, they're like, oh, that Republican, yeah. oh, that Democrat, that libtard. Yep. <laughs> yep. Whoever came up with one. the term libtard needs to die. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Perfect. I would agree with that. I would it's agree so with that. It's so stupid. It's just like libtard. Oh, I see. You barely passed the third grade without <laughs> sleeping with your teacher for an A, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Wow, and I'm I think it's kind of funny, but okay. I guess <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So that through that whole cancel culture thing, you never felt you never no. held back no and say I better it made, me, made me fight harder. Good. Yeah. Okay. It made me go I when when an audience or somebody that I, when I was in Nashville a few months ago, yeah. We do we did wind down Nashville. Me and Mark Riccadonna. And okay. that's how I met Ray Lynn. And her and I are now like this. Yeah, like yeah. We're, she's we're she's wonderful. Forever. I love her so much. And, and then I just went back for a private event for her. Yeah. It's so much fun. So um, there was one lady in the audience who was just not having it. <laughs> clutching her bag mad. And I did everything in my power to make her smile. And like 
just invoke fun and throw myself under the bus and she was not budging. I was singing to her. I was dancing. <laughs> it was hysterical. I didn't care. Then I was like, all right, I'm done with you. And I just went back to this because I didn't want to disrupt. It's not her fault yeah. that she's, you know what? She went out with an, with an attitude that she was not going to laugh and have a good time. Yeah. So, so that is that, kind of her fault, isn't it? it? Yeah, but it's it's I know it's her pain and her bullshit, but it's not I'm not responsible for her shit. Right. Right. So I'm not going to take ownership of it and I'm right. not going to attack her for doing that because, A, you're not going to ruin the show. Everybody else is having a great time and except for her. So why should she be the asshole that ruins it for everybody else? Right. And she's ruining my good time. So yep. I'm not going to let her mess with my good time. So I just kind of quietly patted, you know, patted her nice, <laughs> the kitty, good girl, and, and just and then just ignored her the rest of the night. Yeah, and cater to the people that are I having play, fun, not the one person that. Bingo! I always tell people play to the chairs that are filled, not the empty ones. Absolutely. Play to the people Perfect. that like you, not and ignore the ones that don't. Because why? Who cares if they don't like you? There's yeah. people here that are into it. Give them a show. Absolutely. So don't, they're not worth those shit on your shoe to like try to win them back. Fuck right. That. Right. I, I'm I'm assuming with your with your style of comedy, you've probably had some people get up and leave on you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, were, we, we were at a show here in Appleton. Sean Patton. I don't know if you know Sean Patton, but he was playing the club here, and uh -huh. I remember somebody getting up and leaving on him, and I was like, "Wow!" Like. But he embraced it and he said something. He did, yeah, yeah. 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 It was great, but I'm just like, you have you... to have fun with that shit. You have to because yeah. what there's nothing else to do. Like in the old days, people would get mad and yell at him and you know and and cuss him out. And why? So now you're upset. Now the crowd feels uneasy, right? And the crowd's already uneasy with someone acting crazy. So <laughs> fuck that person. I'm not giving him any energy. Let him leave. I'll yeah. hold. The, I'll walk to the door and hold it open for him. I don't give a shit. <laughs> right, as I'm telling jokes, I, I'll hold this. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. I'll tell jokes in the door. Get out. <laughs> do you have Do you have any uh, bad heckler stories? Anybody that you know got really up in on you because of something you said? Or I had a bad heckler story, but it started before the show even started. Oh shit! <laughs> and these these kids were just drunk. They were from Oregon. They were drunk and they wanted to be in the show. And they thought they were funny because, you know, these teenage, yeah. you know, these like 20 something kids, like 21, barely, you know, you know, placenta on their face. <laughs> oh, I get to buy an alcohol by myself without telling <laughs> the, the homeless guy in front of the liquor store to go in and buy it for us, you know, and they're out and they think, oh, we're in New York City. We're going to own it because we are. We have a TikTok account. And we're cool. Shut the fuck up. So they already started before the show as they're seating in the room. They're getting up on the stage, grabbing the mic. And oh, like, shit. People are like, get off the stage. And I'm like, throw them out. Yeah. Throw them out. And it wasn't my show. It was just a club with booked comics. You know, it's just a regular, a comic every 15 minutes kind of sure. show. And the MC goes up. She tries to calm them down. And I'm like, Janice, just throw them out. And there she comes a point. Them. Yeah. She's kissing their ass. And I'm like, stop. This is coddling bad behavior. This right. is why they act like this because they can get away with it because everybody caters to the bad behavior. And then the people that are nice and having fun are coming out 
to have a good time, they're being punished. Yep. Yeah. So as she goes up, he, they're acting up, and then she brings up the first. I was on second on the lineup, and the guy that went on first, and she brings him up. The kids jump up on stage, and she goes, "Get off the fucking stage for this last time." And then he, uh, my buddy Eric goes up, and they were just disrupting him and talking shit. And Eric unleashes on him. He's like, I have a Peabody Award. I write for Saturday Night Live. I've been nominated for Grant, you know, for Emmys. Who the fuck are you to talk to me? Yeah. And they were going back and forth. And he goes, You think you're funny? Bring him on stage. So the kid stands up there and he's in the mic, isn't he? You know, he's doing this shit that makes his friends laugh. That's like inside jokes that you do with your friends. And yep. the audience is like the room is completely uncomfortable at this moment. You, it's like, oh. And then makes them sit down and then it's a really weird vibe i'm like oh good i get to go <laughs> next this is great our next oh comedian god. i'm like god i sucked all the wrong dick in my career to have this spot <laughs> fuck out of here so they bring me up so i was on a mission i was already pissed off because then the, the mc was trying to calm him down so now i'm like seeing red i'm angry <laughs> So I'm like, my mission, I didn't give a fuck if anybody laughed if I did one joke. My mission was to get these kids thrown the fuck out of the club. <laughs> so like if they if the security wasn't gonna do it, I was gonna do it. And I think you Either could either way. Oh yeah. And so I go up there and as soon as I walk up on stage, boo. I go, who the fuck are you? But we start fighting. I start jabbing at him, right? And I'm digging and digging, and they're fucking throwing shit. I go, Oh, you think you're a man? And he's like, he goes, it's like, I go, you think you're such a badass man? I go, come up here if you think you're so badass. You know, it, it got crazy. And I was like, dude, I could out bench press your dad. What are you going to do to me? You fucking piece of shit. And he goes, I go, oh, you think you're a piece of whole And he's like, like he's going to fight. I go, oh, you big man. Come up on stage and hit me. Come on, let's see. Let's do this. And the whole room is just like this. And he goes, I don't hit girls. I said, well, neither do I, but I'm willing to take a chance, you <laughs> fucking bitch. And the, and the crowd, then finally the security guard comes in because there's two different rooms in the in the club. One's downstairs <laughs> and one's upstairs. And the security guard comes flying in the showroom and grabs all four kids and says, you got to go. And they're throwing him out. And the crowd was like, oh, thank God. And I'm all, all right, bye guys. See you at home. And the <laughs> crowd falls out laughing, you know, just because I didn't know what else because it was so... The tension was so hard in there. You, it, like, you needed a chainsaw to cut it. Yeah. So I'll see you guys at home. It's perfect. <laughs> That's actually and, perfect. Yeah, and everybody fell out laughing. And I said, all right. I go, I'm sorry, guys. You ready to start this show? And I only had like six minutes left of my set because that's how long it took to get the security in there to, to get everybody out. It was just a nightmare. So huh. I did six minutes and I just gave them a fucking show. And then audience members came up to me after. They're like, thank God. They're like, we've been here before. And he's like, I've never seen anything like that. And you saved the show. I said, yeah, I yeah. had to get them out because it's not, it's just, it's bullshit. Nobody, nobody was going to stand up to him. Yeah. And it was only going to get worse. I mean, as oh, they drink yeah. more and more, it's oh, only going to get worse. Only going to get worse. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy clubs. It's, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Europe. Yeah. The people I, that's, that's always my biggest, when I'm at a club, the biggest gripe I ever have is the person who thinks he's involved in the show. Like, I don't mind if you jab at the comedian once, like a little bit, but the people that want to interject and, and talk to you, like you're, they're part of the show. And it's like, and you know what, honestly, I don't mind when people interject. Yeah. Because sure. I have a type of act where people want to get involved. Okay. The energy's pumping and people want to say stuff, but it's never used nine times out of ten, 
it's never anything bad or mean. Sure. It's just that they want, they get into it. They're like, yeah. And then they want to add like, because it's just, they're so into it. So I'm, if I don't hear them, I'm like, no, you got to say it again. If you want to be part, I want to hear, don't leave me out. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love the interaction. All right. Okay. So then they'll tell me and then I'll make fun of them because it sucked. It wasn't funny. <laughs> And I go, this, this is why you should be quiet. This is why somebody, you know, this like, this is why God invented sitting on men's faces because <laughs> the peace and quiet, it's hard to talk, but the, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's just, uh. you know, it's just, it, but I have fun with them. And then, and usually when you do, it calms them down. Right. Yeah. And, well, and yeah, they're suffocating. They, so yeah, <laughs> exactly. You ever had a 52 year old sit on your face? <laughs> 49 unfortunately and, yes yes and meat flaps <laughs> looks like a sick it looks like a semi truck mud flaps that keep on trucking <sighs> mine has yosemite sam on them nothing <laughs> <laughs> see that's an old school trucker reference that only white trash would know that was born before 81 <laughs> I, I do know that my dad yeah. was a truck driver for like 35 yeah. years so. there you go <laughs> i've seen him i've seen him do you... <laughs> i'll be here all week ladies yes. and gentlemen good good, good. <laughs> you did throw you off do you do you expect to have a portion of your show interacting with the crowd like you're there for 15 minutes but I know three of it's going to be taken up by the crowd. Yes, only because I use the crowd to segue into bits yeah. to make them part of the show, to personalize it for the audience. Yeah. Like um, last year around this time, you know, um, like Andrew Dice Clay got Bell's palsy last year. Yeah. So he was. <laughs> <laughs> You can do so that. I, we know your we know your buddies uh, with him. You can do uh, that. <laughs> so you know, I called him Palsy Shore, and he died. <laughs> he died. He died. I'm not an animal. All right. So you know, and he's healed now. He's fine. But you know, it was crazy to see. You know, so. He filmed a documentary that's coming out soon called okay. Behind Andrew Dice Clay Behind the Leather. So we did Soul Joel's in Pennsylvania and Levity Live in West Nyack up in like Westchester County in New York. Okay. And we did the palsy shows. So the documentarians. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> that's what they called them when they were the palsy shows. Uh, you're making so, a documentary yeah and so he's documented all of this you know he's not so they he doesn't care like right. he doesn't he wants people to see this because the, when he got diagnosed I, th uh, I think he was in like texas or something him and eleanor and he went on stage the next night and did 19 shows after it happened that's awesome because he slept on his hand like this because a pillow sucked in the hotel and he forgot to bring his and he slept on that nerve right there that connects to the ear and oh deadened the nerve. So it drooped. Shit, that's how that happens? Yep. Oh, well, that's one of the ways. It okay, yeah, yeah. But that's how the doctor said, because he woke up, he couldn't feel his face. Oh, wow. And he was laying on his hand. He's, he's got big fucking hands. He's a strong dude. <laughs> yeah, right? Sure, right? sure. And I'm like, you'd make a bad drag queen with them big ass hands. But... <laughs> oh, he would. <laughs> you, oh, he would. You would. 
you would need to hold a toilet bowl to make those things look petite. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so uh. we do- so the they did the palsy shows, and it was just, um, what did we were talking about this for? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> we're so old. This is terrible. <laughs> Uh, after palsy, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's just perfect. Yeah. Wow! But uh, but yeah, we filmed the the documentary. Uh, okay. There was something about that that had, but it was something to do that we were talking about before. See, we're old, and this happens. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it was about the, it, the crowd and bringing them into it. But oh um... yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. See, thanks, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> So Does that we were... his arms? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Are you okay? No, I'm gonna cry. Okay. <laughs> I'll cry. It's all right. Keep drinking. That's why I drink. Please drink, make drink muscle milk because when you grow up, you're gonna be big and strong. <laughs> Please make him cry. Okay. Well, for you, then I will. Nothing I'll would this. make me happier. Well, then fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so we were at Soul Joel's. For two nights, and Joel's girlfriend sat in the front row both nights. And afterwards, she said, I watched you two nights in a row, and you did two different shows. And I said, well, the material was generally the same. Maybe a couple bits were changed because of what was going on. I said, but I personalize it to whatever's happening in the room. And Dice has a rowdy crowd. (laughs) They are insane, and they're but in a good way. Like yeah. I love trash. I love just people. You know, I like them fucked up, crazy. I love it. Like these are my people. Yeah. And <sighs> so the the first night was really rowdy, and the second night was you know more refined. Like people actually went home and slept and weren't drunk coming into the show, <laughs> <laughs> and they were all like dressed up and stuff. But it was so funny. She goes, "It was two different shows." I said, "But there's two different crowds." I go, the yeah. material's generally the same, depending, give or take a couple of bits. Sure. I go, but whatever's happening, I weave them in and out of bits sure. to make yeah. it personal for what. And plus, I always like to join the audience where they are, wherever they are as a collective. I'm going to meet them there and do my show for them. So it's almost like a personalized. It's just, I just read the energy of the room. I don't force them to come with me, which I do. I guide them, but I go, I meet them halfway where some comics gotcha. go up and they're like memorized and they just go up and just read their jokes off of the the notes in their brains. And then they go home. They don't differentiate from nothing. Yeah. They don't, you know, and that's their, and God bless them. If you yeah. can do that, if you could write shit out word for word, God bless you. I can't, I don't have that capability. Sure, but those those are the ones that from crowd to crowd, there's going to be nights where like, well, that night sucked because that crowd wasn't into their note, yeah, note-taking jokes. Yeah, they didn't connect in the sense yeah. of like personalize it, like break yeah. that fourth wall and address the fact that there's people sitting there. So yeah, when you go sure. out on stage, do you like scan the crowd to be like, look for people, those are the ones I'm going to make fun of or those are the ones I'm going to try and get involved because of the way they look? <laughs> Um, or the sometimes way- it's pretty dark in there. I just I I, well, uh, I sit in the back of the room for a few comics because I just like to gauge the energy of the room. What are they reacting to? Like what jokes are they reacting? Which comics are they reacting to in a positive or a negative way? Like how is the vibe in the room? Is that's I like to get there and feel the vibe so I can see where how I have to handle them. But I never 
point out anybody because usually it's they're usually dark rooms anyway so oh, you really yeah. can't see until you and then the, the stage lights in your eyes it's like a semi truck coming at you <laughs> off the i-80 like yeah. speed, you're like a deer sure and, and i would pray to get hit <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's and then once you get up there then i can see the front row and if i leave you know if you lean in a little bit you can break that light barrier and yeah. see more of the crowd but I just let it take me wherever. I just, I ha, I, I'm like, oh, I want to do this bit tonight. I'm going to do this bit tonight, or I want to work on this bit. This is a new one, and then sometimes I don't do anything on the set list that I plan. <laughs> okay. Because the crowd was just, and and was, <clears throat> I had to meet them. I had to. Okay, that's what's happening. Okay, I'm playing. Sure, I'll try it. Let's do it. Let's fucking rock. You know. Yeah. And then I'm like, I didn't do anything that I planned on doing. And so a lot of times too, like in New York, you know, they put a lot of new jacks in with the old school. So sometimes, you know, crowds don't, they don't do well because of the inexperience. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you got to go up and shovel the shit off the stage and get the room back. <laughs> and sometimes you spend half your set getting the room back into a, a show. Where, yeah. Where they want to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want, you got to win the crowd back and win them over and let them know, Hey, it's, we're not, we don't all suck, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and then once I get them back, they're like, Oh, it's time to go, you know? And then it's like, Oh, I didn't get to work on anything. Or if you have someone that kills, which I love, if you have a great host or, or like a great MC, or you have someone that kills right in front of you, your work is done. Yeah. You just jump on your surfboard <laughs> and just cruise in. Oh, okay. You know, because you don't have to win them over. They're they're ready. Like yeah, they're, they're already they're, in a fevered. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like at the old days at the comedy store, you know, before everybody was you know big, like uh, I would ask Mitzi Shore, I want to follow Joe Rogan. I want to follow Carlos Mencia. I want to follow Dice. I want to follow all the, because the shows at the comedy store then went from eight to two. Yep. So a comic every fifteen minutes, and it was tag team, and a piano player played people on and off in time the show timed our sets and lit us right so <clears throat> the headliner would go on at 10 whoever was on the marquee would go on at 10 and yeah. they were supposed to go from 10 to 10 30 at the latest well they'd always blow it and do an hour hour and 20 <laughs> you know and you yeah. get an hour an hour and 20 of joe rogan humping a stool like a lion you know and <laughs> you, let next, him, you let him go yeah up next christy miller I'm like ah. Oh. I got to smell the sex on the stool. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's like pretty much after the stool was raped and, and, and beaten down, like Jodie Foster and the accused, I get to go up and go, yep, for another round, honey? You know? <laughs> uh, one, but, two, you know, three, Joe four. Rogan, Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Joe Rogan would just annihilate. Carlos Mencia would annihilate. So I'm like, all right, I got to match that energy. Yeah, sure. And I, would I jump and on I would that think the other way that a lot of people want to want uh, not they don't want to go behind the biggest act. No, but it seems like you embrace it. That's cool. Ah, uh, are you kidding? Because it makes you stronger. Like yeah. I've watched so many people die after Rogan goes on stage or after Mencia or uh, back in the nineties. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Rogan yeah. was a powerhouse back then. He was one of my favorite comics back then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for you sure. Know, you know, it's just when he had fear factor, he'd just gotten fear factor. So yeah. that was like the big thing, but no one knew him as a comic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they just knew him as a TV host. Yep. And, oh, that was yep. that guy from news radio, but he was a monster performer. Okay. I mean, it's just a powerhouse. And I'm like, I want that power. When I started out, I'm like, 
And, you know, I have a big personality anyway, and I'm loud and I'm very, you know, I'm very intimidating. So I'm like, I'm going to fucking use this to my advantage. And I'm like, yeah, I want to follow Rogan. I've watched comics die like right. horrible deaths up there and sit there and go, oh, so what am I going to do after that? I mean, Joe right. Rogan and, and they don't know what to do. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like you're, it's horrifying. Yeah. And so I would follow him and I would just jump on that wave and just sail it in. So like the second half of the night would just coast in. And it was like the best learning experience when I was a young comic was following people that were like that amazing. Yeah, for and sure. It taught me how to be strong. And it's like, it's just, I'm so grateful for mm. the how much I got to go behind Rogan and Mencia and Dice and Dom Irera and anybody else that would murder at 10 o'clock, you yeah. know? Eddie Griffin, you know, he never got off stage. What am I talking about? He's still on there. Yeah. <laughs> From 1995, he's still up? He's still yeah, he's still up. <laughs> With a Chardonnay and a cigarette. <laughs> oh. But, uh, so but you... it was just, it, it was just, it was such a great way to come up. And I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. Seems like, a, yeah, that was a magical time in comedy. It was the dark days. If you guys saw the uh, the documentary, those were the dark days of the comedy store. Where half the time the shows wouldn't start on time because yeah. there was no audience. Like yeah. eight o'clock show would start nine fifteen, nine thirty, sometimes ten o'clock. <laughs> it was horrible. Like we were just begging people to come in. That's crazy because there was yeah. someone. I mean, there was so many good comedians in, but uh, right. It was dice would just come in and just bump everybody and just do three hour. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I mean, we all. We all got bumped, but come on. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm hanging out with, I'm a kid. Yeah, yeah. And here's Dice Clay is like one of my best friends. How did this happen? That's awesome, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming like, the humor is what made you guys connect. The brass humor from both of you. Yeah, it was the fact that I didn't, I acted like I didn't give a fuck. He was in the room when I was really shitting myself. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, it's Dice. Because when, when I started at the comedy store, I was a waitress. Okay. Hmm. And I took the job waitressing going, okay, this means I have to do stand up if I get this job. So I got the job. So I started doing open mics there. But I okay. had the best learning experience by watching all these legends. Right. Night after, you know, seven nights a week. And, you know, and I'm there. I was a waitress and I'm ringing in drinks and Dyson and Trini, his ex wife, come in. And I'm like, oh my God, it's Dice. Oh my God, it's Andrew fucking Dice Clay. This is my <laughs> head. Inside my head, it's a meltdown. It yeah. is. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, a, I'm fangirling out. It's like, sure. it's, oh my god, pissing my shitting myself. <laughs> I'm jerking off in the corner, you know, <laughs> dunking my head in the toilet. Oh my god, it's dice, you know. And on the outside, I'm just like poised, like just, just, just calm down. Just like, like you know, if you get pulled over drunk driving, just stay calm. <laughs> it's a ten and two. Look straight ahead. Don't move. Don't move. You know, take the and gum I'm just out like, of your buddy's mouth. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, and and. I'm ringing in drinks and I'm the new girl. So what does he do? He walks right up to me and I'm like, oh my God, he's coming this way. Oh my God. Okay. Don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. Okay. Don't look. Oh my God. Oh my God. He's coming. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm freaking out. And he leans on the counter and he goes, Hey, I'm Andrew. What's your name? And I'm all Christy. And I'm like, oh. I'm freaking out. Cause this is like my childhood. Like, you know, I'm like, oh my God, I used to worship this guy. Yeah. You know? funniest guy in the world and i'm like oh my god and he says good to me and that's how we became friends and then we all hang out like a family and 
you know, then, you know, we got really close, like him and I got really close. We we're like buddies, you know, like, yeah. like a family. And, and it was, you know, going to his kid's bar mitzvah and, you know, Max is, is like a hundred now, but you know, he's, <laughs> you know, his bar mitzvah at the time. And it was, that was a crazy fucking night. And, and a bar mitzvah. Yeah. Oh, I suppose a, for Andrew. Yeah. A dice bar mitzvah. You like <laughs> it, it, it. The funniest part was being in, uh, cause I'm Catholic but I don't give a shit about religion anymore, but being in temple, which I've never been in before. Yeah. And in the pew, there was only a select few comics that were invited to the ceremony. Okay. It's me, Steve Ren is easy. Sebastian Maniscalco wheels, Parisi, who we used to be best friends with. They don't talk anymore. Jim Norton. And somebody else was there. There was just a few of us in the pew. I'm the only girl. Okay. And like we're just sitting there going, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I'm, I, and in my head, I'm like, I'm sitting in Andrew Dice Clay's kids bump miss for right now. Like, how did this this is my life? Like, how, how did happen? I end up here? At, right? Are you are you doing a lot of stand-up by this point, or is this when you're yeah, are you, oh yeah, okay, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And um I only waitress for like a year okay. and a half or a year and some change, and then I quit okay. because I was like, all right, I'm like, now I have to do this. I have to be respected as a comic. Sure. Yeah. And I can't be the waitress comic. Okay. I have to be a comic. So I only, but did you like did them both a for a little while. Yeah. I did well, open mic like a and... year and a half. Yeah. And then I would do, we do belly room shows. And that's when the bringer shows came to life at bar shows. You know, we would find coffee houses to do stand up and, you know, uh, you know, bars or anywhere that would let us do stand up to do a show. So that's, we were everywhere. So, um, you know, I did that and, uh, but it was just like, how did I end up in Yeah. Right. And I was just like, like I had to step back and then we had us, uh, the after party at the Friars club in Beverly Hills. That was <laughs> perfect. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> that was a wild fucking night. Yeah. Was Dice yeah. a big partier? No. I, I thought I read no. that, that he wasn't a big partier. No, not at all. Ever. Nope, not his thing. That's crazy. Yeah, because he's when such you... a workaholic. He's yeah. so his work ethic is so insane. Like it's so incredible. Sure. Like just watching him work just like inspires me every day. Like, oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. But his persona kind of yeah. comes off as for sure. The I'm party sure. animal. Yeah, a party. Yeah. I'm a party. I'm a walking party. But that's how he can sell it because he's yeah. not. Yeah. You did know? he ever did he ever ever get in spots where like He's out and people expect him to be partying and he's just not that guy. I mean, no one ever. Yeah. That's he, cool. he could, I, I feel like he could pull it off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. He didn't like go anywhere. I mean, he was, you know, he'd come to the comedy store every night because that yeah. was about the, you know, when he, when uh, he kind of, he was the first comic to get canceled. Right. Yeah. Yeah. True. I... Know? And then he went on Arsenio Hall and pleaded like, I'm not this guy. And he cried on national TV. That's like, right. Yeah. An act. It's comedy, you know? And, and it was just so sad. And it was right after that. It was when I met him in 95. Okay. That happened what? 91. What was on there? So kind of when he was, was building his... himself back up. Or right. rep... he was, yeah. He was scooping himself up out of the ruins. And that's when I met him and okay. then watch him rebuild again. And now it, and it's just, that guy is amazing, you know? But then I left LA at 05 and came to New York. But because I came here, I was with Paul Mooney. Okay. So I worked with Mooney for many years. And that was a gift. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You for know, sure. he's he's such a you know, I, I wouldn't trade those years for anything, for no fame, no amount of money. I wouldn't trade it. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, I imagine you know, as a mentor in comedy, you can't do much better than no. Mooney and, and, and Dice. So, I mean, yeah. that's pretty incredible. Yeah. I was I was going to say, did you move to New Like, your style of comedy seems to be fit New more, York, York more than yeah. California. Is that kind of what prompted the move to New York? Well, Mooney goes, homie, they love you in New York. Fuck L.A. <laughs> prejudice yeah. ass la move to new york see they love you and he would bring me here and and i would just kill and i'm like yeah. what is this this is those real audiences like <laughs> clubs are packed like yeah. what the fuck is this you know it was like 99 2000 i only been doing comedy like four years at that point okay. and i'm like at caroline's on broadway with mooney and it's packed like they line up around the block for mooney out here and yeah. i'm just like holy shit they want to kill him in los angeles they wish him dead in los angeles and out here he's like fucking god like it was so mind-blowing you know and i'm only four years in at that point so yeah that's great yeah that stuff was still new to me like i was still real i'm like holy because i was such a big mooney fan before i met him when i was younger and i'm like oh my god when i met mooney i fucking freaked out yeah i would imagine I was like yeah. oh my god it's paul mooney and eleanor goes yeah i know we're gonna be stuck here all night i'm like no you don't understand it's paul fucking mooney and she's like I know, weirdo. And, uh, you know, because Eleanor was a waitress too, you know, yeah. Dice's opener and ex fiance. And I'm like, dude, it's Paul fucking Mooney. <laughs> she goes, okay, you're freaking me out. I can't talk to you. And she just walked away from me. And I went up to him. I go, if I don't say anything to, because I didn't know. I'd been there a week. Oh, wow. Week, and I didn't know anything. I didn't know Paul was a resident there and, and was there every fucking night. I didn't know that. You know, and I was like, oh, my God, if I, in my head, I was like, if I don't say something to Paul Mooney right now, I'm going to miss my chance. Right. And okay. I went up and I said hi to him. And I was like, oh, my God, you're Paul Mooney. And he goes, yeah. He's like, OK. And I'm like, OK. And we high fived. And, and he goes, I go, I'm a new waitress here. And he goes, oh, good for you. And I, in the Mooney fashion. And I'm like, he goes, I'm, I'm going on. What? I go, oh, my God. And I'm like, I get to watch Paul Mooney. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, and I'm like freaking out. I'm sitting in the back crying, laughing. And there's yeah. only a few people in the audience. And I'm tears rolling down my cheeks. Like, oh my God, it's the man in the flesh. Yeah. Like it's Mr. Mooney. Oh yeah. my God. And I'm dying. And that night he goes, Oh, homie, I could hear you laughing the whole way. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. And we were inseparable after that night. He was like a father figure to me. That's oh, awesome. Sweet. Wow. It's, it's it's nice to hear that, you know, that they they turn out to be oh. not dicks, you know. Yeah. No, that Dice and Mooney definitely like probably the kindest, most generous human beings you'll ever meet. When they love you, they love you hard. Yeah. So, which ones are dicks? <laughs> comedians. Not not dicks you've had. Which comedians are? <laughs> well, well, dicks or I've you had. Can talk about both. Uh, I don't shit where I eat. So, uh, have you seen how ugly comedians are? Uh, uh. I go, no, dude, I can't be the man in this relationship. Sorry. Can't. I can't outweigh you. I can't be Fred Flintstone and you're Wilma. You know what I mean? Like that's, they're all, uh, they all look sick. Like they've had AIDS for about three and a half months. Uh, and they're all fucking high and drunk. Uh, oh, that's hot. Yeah, when you're like, oh, that's delicious. Yep. Yeah. Oh. oh, 
let me get some of that about to pass out yeah you're right <laughs> rolling on himself oh yeah say it again say it again <laughs> oh my goodness that that has to be hard though to leave i mean if you're you're like you're paid regular at the comedy store you know the, the greatest club in the world your name's on the wall that had to be a hard decision to make even with paul very, very i mean hard. Very and, and you're hard. you're performing with guys i just i just watched you on earl skakel's podcast and, you're performing with guys, and we we had him on and we love him he's it's funny. fantastic he's yeah so you're performing with guys like that and i imagine doing some roasting with that guy and yeah. uh, that's the king be, of the roast that's gotta be a tough decision he's like his niche with sports roasting is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just unreal how great he is at roasting athletes. Like it's and the amount like he's like he's like Rain Man with fucking with stats. Yeah. With, yeah, with, with hockey. It's just, you know, when I first met him, when he first came to the store, like he was a newbie. And yeah. I was queen of the store, honey. I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh girl. Oh, she's a skankle. Oh, you know okay queen so how did it feel when your cousin beat her with a fucking golf club on the golf course <laughs> hey i've been on that date before sweetie <laughs> you know and we're horrible people <laughs> Just, you know. i'm gonna say we didn't bring that up when we talked to him we we're a little nervous about bringing that up yeah. so i'm gonna <laughs> well, you can you can yes yes i always like earl can't do it Dub. can't do it but and uh, I love Earl. That's my dude. I. It's not but, just sports. That guy's got facts about music. pop culture, music, movies. He dude, was just rattling shit off that night. But dude, uh, the things he knows about rat is so insane. Right. right. Like I used to want to bang the whole band in junior <laughs> high, but this dude did bang the whole band in junior <laughs> high. So I'm like, you're even friends with Stephen Piercy? Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Yeah. I go, I guess I should have had my cousin beat someone with a golf club on a golf course. Maybe I could have fucked him too. Shit. You can only hope. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, no, yeah. but Earl, Earl is so great. Ah, uh, I just listen, my mom died in March of this year. Oh, sorry, sorry to hear that. that. Uh, and uh she's not. So she, <laughs> she's like, get me the fuck out of here. You're all fucking crazy. Uh, uh, yeah. my mom my mom was you would have loved her yeah. she was born in honey creek wisconsin okay okay it doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore I was say, where is it? yeah it's a cemetery and a post office now it's just over the border of illinois okay like oh. it's probably like a 35 40 minute drive to chicago oh shit okay that's yeah, how that's... close yeah so she grew up every weekend going to wrigley field with her dad going to see the cubs uh, nice you know so um that's what she remembers so nice. um anyway so she uh she passed away and and uh why did we say passed away the bitch dropped dead all right <laughs> she fucking left she said deuces yeah yeah and i'm out fucking like i'm out bitch <laughs> mic drops see ya and uh my mom was hysterical so when she died you know earl's parents both died within like a month or two of each other oh, okay and so who was on the phone miller it's it's earl <laughs> nice you okay bro like so he called me every day oh, are yeah. you okay? you know he was so right there like him dice eleanor uh who else from the store uh everybody like yeah. from the brian holtzman yeah uh, you know they all just like you know i haven't been home in a long time and they all just were right 
my whole store family was right there. And that's the thing I love about the comedy store is that yes. once you're a store comic, you're, mm-hmm. that's, that's like blood. Like, that's oh, awesome. you're one of us. And it's just, we look out for each other no matter what happens. We have each other's back. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but Earl was there for me. But he's just such an incredible guy. I yeah. love him. Good like, stories. Yeah. Yeah, to hear that. It's nice to hear he's that. He's got he's funny as fuck. He's got yeah. such great stories. <laughs> he's such an idiot. And he's brutal. Yeah, yeah. he can be brutal. He's he's yeah, that's yeah, what I not... love about him. Yeah. Right? Oh, for bro. Sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, he he seems like he would fit in New York as well. Like I'm yeah. You know... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I told him I go come out here. Let's do some shows. Let's you know, let's fucking show these clubs what the comedy store is all about. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's let's fucking do this. For sure. For so sure. you feel you got your your humor from your mom? Not your dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my dad. He left when I was four, so that was hilarious. And, uh, <laughs> Glad I could bring it up. Um, yeah. He's the first man that walked out on me, <laughs> and I didn't even sleep with him yet. Isn't that terrible, sweetie? <laughs> How you... ugly do you feel when your white trash father won't even fuck you? All right. Never the prom queen. Never the prom queen. <laughs> Here, I was about to ask a simple question. Like, are you talking to the Cuban ghost that you have in your place? Or oh, oh, the oh yeah, uh, Pedro. <laughs> when I wake up, there's Pedro. Is he is he gone now? Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. All right. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. saved the fuck out of this apartment. There's just too many people in here. <laughs> like, y'all gotta go. Okay. You gotta cross over with John Edwards. You need to get the oh. fuck out of here right now. Hey, there's a reference nobody knows. <laughs> you don't Remember know. that show? Crossing yes. over with John Cross it over. Yeah. yeah. Cross dressing with John Edwards. Whatever. <laughs> Now that could be a show nowadays. Right? Hello. Isn't that already a show? Queer I'm sure it is. Straight guy? <laughs> yep. Yep. That'll be our next one. Cross-dressing with dimples in the beard. Okay. We'll give that a whirl. <laughs> is that above or below the waist? Oh. <laughs> Your call. Uh, we'll go below. Come on. Good night, folks. Really. Scare everybody off. We'll scare everybody off from that way. Oh, I'm it, so good at that. If you People call it a kilt, me. it's not cross-dressing. <laughs> you're good. Exactly. You're good. You're good. Uh, um, no, I was not expecting the dad joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> that one got me. That yeah. one. Well, you made him cry. You made me cry. Oh, good. Yes. 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 If I don't make somebody cry or pee, I get mad. Oh, so, well. <laughs> I get I feel like I didn't do my job. Yeah, right? You right. did cuz that I yeah. will I will definitely go there. Don't worry. Don't good, worry. If good. it's if, if 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 you throw a pitch, I'm going to knock it out of the park. I don't care how I don't care how wrong it is. Oh, here's a wrong story for you. Yeah. All right. Saturday night, <laughs> just this past Saturday I was doing this little show in Brooklyn and the kid in the front row was autistic oh boy so i'm like look at the retarded ass in the front row <laughs> i go go ahead with your retarded ass self corky yeah he was loving it and i was talking about i go oh and he said he was gay and i go oh you're a retarded cocksucker Fuck yeah i go you probably suck dick with passion you don't get mad like us bitches do oh he was dying he was dying i said oh I go, don't worry. I, I, I go, he said something about like doing me. I said, honey, if I bend over in front of you, I'll look just like Arnold Schwarzenegger. So you'll hit it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, 
he was dying and his caregiver tears his were coming out caregiver. oh my god <laughs> yeah and his mom think. was doing yeah but his mom was in the other room because she was a comic on the show she was a new comic oh wow going on later and i said that's your mom sitting outside in the bar and he goes yeah and i go <laughs> She's sitting there all alone contemplating where she went wrong in her life and they were dying. Like, <laughs> how did this happen? <laughs> uh. Oh, the kid hugged me after the show. We took pictures. Uh. Oh, he was so adorable. I told him, I go, you're my favorite. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with you because you're the one kid in here who could take a fucking joke. Right, right. And you're too retarded to bat it off. <laughs> <laughs> But see, people coddle handicap, mentally uh, challenged, and I hate that word mentally challenged, a fucking retarded. And, you know, they coddle poor these poor kids and they talk to them like they're three. You know, they, they put bubble wrap around them. Like, you can't, don't say anything. Right. But, like, they're not stupid. <laughs> right. They're retarded. You know, they're not, they're, you know, they're a little bent, you know, whatever. So what? He's throwing gang signs the entire time. Right? He's He's fine, and they can take a joke. They love it because then they feel like they're normal. Part of it, yeah, they're part of the. Like, I'm not. I'm treating him like a normal person because he is a normal person. He's right. just a little, you know. <laughs> but when some comics get wasted, they're a little too. So, truth. You know what there. I mean? Like we're all been a there. little, yeah, right? Right. It's just like it. Just stop. Stop coddling. Stop. Treat people normally. Talk to people like they're people. Show them some respect that they're human beings. Well, that yeah, and that's the funny thing is that's what you're doing by making fun of him is showing him the same respect you're showing anybody else you're yeah. making fun of. Yeah, I'm not like, oh, I'm gonna avoid him. Right, right. You know, I know. I'm like, oh, it's on, bitch. <laughs> We're fighting now. I got ten minutes and you alone. My night's <laughs> set up for me. There's the that softball. Like, yeah, <laughs> like thank you, God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and you know, most of the other comics on the on the gig aren't going to go after him. So it's like nope. you're you're on they were your own. Afraid of him. They're yeah. afraid of him. It's perfect. And he was just he just wanted to laugh, and he was loud. But he ran out after I left and hugged me, and we were high fiving, and we took pictures. I'm like, I'm obsessed. And I told his mom, she's sitting in the back, mortified. <laughs> and I said, I just want. I go, that's your son. She goes, yes. And I go, because I think she thinks he was being loud and uncontrollable oh. and i'm like i go let me tell you he's amazing and i'm obsessed with him and yeah. she just like her whole demeanor just <gasps> yeah like she was just like oh my god i go he's hilarious i go yeah. he's amazing and you have a great kid and she it's... was just like oh yeah unfortunately like, she's probably heard through the years that yeah that kid is louder people they get looks why sure. and those are the to a comedy pricks. club he's an aunt you know he's a little yeah. disruptive no, he's perfect. No. That kid is more perfect than all of you. I said, he's this kid is perfect. You're not. Probably one of the greatest nights of his life. Yep. He was, but I had, it was one of the greatest nights of mine because he was Aww. so real. He yeah. was just so delicious. And I just like, I want to hug this kid and take him on the road with me. <laughs> just, what am just... I, what am I, Kid Rock with the retarded thing <laughs> on the side? <laughs> just, just put him in the front row every night. You got... Yeah, yeah. Good to go. Now that guy's retarded. <laughs> Wait, Kid Rock himself yes, or, or yes. Joe C? 
<laughs> no, Joe C left. He bailed. <laughs> yeah, he's he's that was the only way out of that cult was dying. <laughs> he's by dying. Uh, uh, yeah. Only way out of that fucking white trash cult. <laughs> that trailer park cult. Oh god. That inbred fucking Wait, are you say are you saying you didn't spend much time at Kid Rock's place while you're in Nashville? <laughs> Fuck no, I'm gonna burn it to the ground. Are you kidding? He wouldn't let me in that place. He wouldn't let me in five yards of that because I would have kicked his ass. <laughs> if you hear me, Kid Rock, if you can hear this podcast, <laughs> celebrity death match, bitch. Oh, that's it's on. Pretty, it's on. That's a pretty easy bet. I I, <laughs> I know I know where my money's going. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just put some bitch with big tits in the front row with a MAGA hat on. He'll be distracted and I'll fucking knock him out. Uh, (laughs) And you can always fall back on the roller derby experience. You did some roller derby too. Yes, I did. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Why would you give that up? That's got to be fun to let out your aggression, huh? uh, It got, it it was too, it was too uptight of a league because there's too much estrogen, first of all. There's 60 women when i was in it you know 15 girls on four teams and it's like i got mad one night at practice i said there's too much fucking estrogen i'm gonna go to a sports bar walk in front of the tv during the fucking home run and ask him if i look fat in these pants just so somebody will punch me in my face god damn it i'm out of here and i walked out <laughs> oh i literally said that they were like mortified it's great i <laughs> so what? back I'm oh, too was... chill yeah um how long did you <laughs> they do it hated for? me oh they hated me uh two seasons two seasons okay was that in new york or la in new york with gotham girls roller derby it was a God. lot of fun it was it's a bucket list thing who who else could say they played roller derby right right well and, and that's how in front of two thousand people if we're you know the bouts were packed wow that's yeah. crazy what it and so you just always wanted to beyond that or do it or it you just, just saw fell it one into day? my lap on purpose like someone came into the gym this girl came into the gym it used to be a gold's gym here in new york city and when i moved here and she had on a gotham girls roller derby shirt i'm like what the fuck <laughs> i go they have that here she goes yeah i go how i go how can i be a part of this and, and she goes okay you're weird <laughs> she goes but they skate at the skate key in the bronx and this is their website you should try out because you're you're crazy like i scared the crap out of them you're perfect <laughs> so i emailed them yeah exactly so i emailed them and i got an audition and i did it and i got picked and drafted nice for the okay. Mayhem. yeah it was fun and what was your roller derby name uh my first season it was tramp Olean. <laughs> and uh then a bunch of other leagues were popping up at the time. This is 05, 06. And everybody was doing different versions of Tramp. Can I do trampoline, trampoline on a trampoline? And I'm like, okay, you know what? And they're, I go, you know what? This is too, it's not original anymore. Yeah. So I scrapped the name. And then for the 07, the 06, 07 season, I came out as Bitchy Slambora. <laughs> Shot through the heart. You're to blame. <laughs> And I got a friend of mine knew Richie and John and told him my girl is a roller girl and for New York and her name is Bitchy Slambora. And he said, Richie went nuts. That's fucking awesome. Oh my God. John, did you hear that? I'm a roller derby name. Oh my God. And he wrote me an autograph. I wrote a little letter to me. Oh, okay. And that's the real reason him and John, him and John are no longer friends. 
Yes. <laughs> but that the truth, the truth I comes sh- out. I should, yeah, I should have been Braun Jovi. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> he was John was jealous, right? That's who would not want their ego yeah, somebody man. named after? That's Hell yeah! I, it's okay, John. I'll I'll still sleep with you. It's okay. <laughs> you can shoot it on my back with a picture of Richie on it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> So you could say you came in Richie's face. You know, there you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. So John Bon Jovi, if you're watching. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure if you looked at the views that we get, but I don't we'll, think we'll John or Kid Rock are watching. We'll, we'll tag them both. <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll tag them both. Yeah. I'm sure they'll tune in. <sighs> because why wouldn't we? So you also have some podcasts out there. Yes. Um, you got the the celebrity with with I'm gonna Mark get his last name Mark Riccadona Riccadonna Ricca, God Ricca damn it Donna I knew that Come on don't you like Stephen Dix Belladonna Riccadonna Damn it You know Should have known Madonna that. <laughs> She's Donna. gay now Did you know that <laughs> I think we all knew that She didn't obviously but Yeah well No she's not gay She's just trying to be controversial Girl you're 64 and done. <sighs> Okay, that is so 87. Just stop. The tears are going to come now. No. Keep, keep ripping on Madonna. <laughs> she, she's my true love. She's had so much work done. She looks like Madam from Wayland Flowers and Madam. Oh, you, she does. Thank you. That's but, what I could not think of yeah, it was. Wayland Flowers and Madonna. <laughs> Fucking, I don't know what that is. I'm going to have to look yeah, that up. She looks horrible. <laughs> you'll, uh, you'll, re- you'll see her. You'll recognize her. Yeah, now yeah. you nailed you'll it. You'll recognize it. Yep, it's Madonna. Actually, this weekend, a friend of mine sent me a picture and said, What the fuck's going on with her? Because she, because they know I was, I've been in love with her since the 80s, you know? Oh, she was. And hot. I'm like, Yeah, I said, I, I don't know. She's, did you did you watch Celebrity where they ripped on Madonna's NFTs? I did not, but I will now. She's <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> she's lost it. I'm not going spoiler on you, but there's a nice little jump video. I there. did. We did. <laughs> I brought it up to you the other. Yeah. So, oh, but yeah. how much fun is that to look through the stories and be like, I can't wait to talk about this fucking crazy oh. celebrity. <laughs> The more uh, like uh, Fireside asked us to come on the network. It's Mark Cuban's app. Wow, oh, okay. that's cool. Okay, and so they the girl Jen who develops because she goes, "I love your show. It's so much fun." Yeah, and I think it would do really well because uh, Fireside app is uh, it's like Clubhouse, okay. but it has video. Okay, and All you right. can upload pre-recorded shows or you could do it live, and they love it when you go live because the comments. People can interact with you, and then you can bring them up on stage, as I say, and let oh, them play wow. their video and interact with them personally. So we Ooh. interact with, tell us who you want us to make fun of. If there's something in the news you saw or some celebrity that's a piece of shit, let us know. <laughs> and, and they uh, you know, they do like a little questionnaires for the promos for the to do advertising. And they said, how do you, what makes you pick the, the headlines? I said, yeah. the more ridiculous and stupid the headline is and the story the more we want to do it yeah because it's like why is this news <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who's getting paid to cover this like seriously yeah and i don't even touch on the real housewives because it's so deep and so <laughs> much to it mark riccadonna doesn't know half these people we talk about anyway <laughs> right <laughs> And he's my like we do road gigs like we went to Nashville together and okay. we do we do the naughty and nice tour, 
Oh, okay. Hmm. He's all dad jokes and nice and storytelling, and I'm a piece of shit. So it's a real great. <laughs> you almost spit. That's awesome. So, <laughs> so it works. It works perfect. I know. So, I'm afraid to take a drink every time you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But uh, so we're a good comp. We we complement each other really well because I'm not a storyteller. I can't do that. I'm always in a hurry to get to the funny. Sure. I don't, I don't have, my brain moves too fast to like tell stories. I get bored. It's sure. just, I, I wish I could. I wish I was a great storyteller. Sure. But um, Mark is a phenomenal storyteller and this guy murders on the road. Like I watch him, like we'll co-headline and nights all close the show and there's nights he closed. We take turns. Yeah. And he's out there. Follow this all these dad jokes like oh my god they're gonna hate me and then i go out there and murder because it's, yeah. it's also a palate cleanse and they get you know it's <laughs> sure, just like sure. it's, such a, it's something so everybody gets something yeah because i don't like shows that's the same tone like i yep. hate all female shows i hate them i hate them I would. because Oh, it's it's all female comedy. Why don't they say all male comedy? Right. Yeah. How come it's not all male shows? Why is it gotta be all female? Oh, it's a black show. Yeah. Oh, it's a Latino show. Why does it have to be? Why can't okay, fine. It's white guy night at the comedy club. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like, but it's like the same can't you know, cadence over and over. And to me, it gets boring. Sure. I like different. I like I'm going to put this style on. I want to put this person on with me. I want to bring this person on the road with me because it's different. And it gives me something to watch too, instead of the same shit, the same joke over and over, just told by different people. Yeah. It gets, to me, it gets boring. Yeah. That, yeah. That's just me. A lot of people love it. It works well. That formula's worked for years and years. And you know what? And who the fuck am I to say? But I like variety. Yeah, yeah. Spice like, of life, right? Yeah, I like when we do a show if I have an opener and a feature or we co-headline. I like that we're all different because then everybody gets to shine yeah. in what they do. And the audience gets to see something different and like, oh, that's like a new thing. Oh, it's a new thing. Oh, it's a new thing. And their energy levels stay up to me. Yeah, and, 100%. You know, we can match energy itself, like the energy levels. But to do the same style back to back to back to back, it's the same shit, the same topics. Yeah. It, to me, it gets old after four or five comics. Like, okay, we heard this three comics ago. It's yeah. like, so Mark and I, when we go on the road, it's such a huge compliment to each other that, you know, he's so different than me. And I love what he does. I respect it because I can't do it. I wish I could. And sure. he loves what I do with my rants and my roasting <laughs> and my shit talking. Because it's not who he is. I'd go, because yeah. you're not a piece of shit. So <laughs> you don't want to be like this. It's horrifying. You know? How did you talk him into doing the celebrity podcast then? Because, like, I mean, obviously it's you roasting everybody and him kind of interjecting slightly, but he doesn't want to really do that. I mean, he doesn't want to really be the one to. He he has so much fun. Yeah. Just doing You can tell he, he's having a yeah, fun. Yeah, he's having a blast. He goes, because I told him, I said, you could interject more. <laughs> he goes, I can't. He goes, you... uh, you're, he goes, you're so fast because everything's improv on the show. Yeah. We, yeah. All we know is the outline of what we're talking about. Okay. We're talking about this story. We read the story. I go, when he first did it, I said, do me a favor. This is in lockdown. I said, do me a favor. Don't 
prepare anything because it's going to bomb. Yeah. Everyone who prepares for this show, it's a different type of show because it's more my style of comedy, ranting, going off the cuff, talking shit. It's like conversational. It doesn't It's not rehearsed. Yeah, I said, okay. it's going to bomb. I promise you. And he wrote stuff anyway because he's a prepared comic. He's a good comic that prepares. I'm <laughs> I don't it's prepare for shit. Normal so, people do. Yeah, what real comics do. You know, <laughs> not me. <laughs> so he has jokes prepared, and he's trying to get them in, and it's just not happening. Yeah. And it's like, and then he would do his line, and it was like crickets chirping. And I'm like, uh, see, don't. And he goes, Miller, you're right. I should have never prepared anything. I said, no, relax. Just know what we're talking about. And if you don't know, just make fun of it. Like, just just say, okay, this story is about, you know, Madonna's NFTs. So what would you say to her if you saw her right now? Like, you fucking dummy. Nobody <laughs> wants to see your old vagina. Like, well, what's the matter with well, except, not, for, uh, except for old Dimples McGillicuddy over here? I will <laughs> still peek. You know, yeah, Madonna, your 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 vagina looks like a camel that just drank a gallon of water and didn't wipe his mouth. Get it? It's drippy and saggy and got like three hairs on it. <laughs> so, and he uh, talked to that. <laughs> you know but it's just like what would you say don't prepare anything just like like if you're hanging out with your friends and then right he goes oh my god he's like he's like you're right and then he goes but i really love setting you up because mm. the shit that comes out of you when i throw yes. something at you he goes i'm dead yeah and he goes it's more fun for me to set you up and just watch you out yeah. listen to it. just listen yeah. to you go and he's just dying he goes i have so much fun and it's like it's all it's cathartic for me to laugh and yeah. have fun but i'm like dude you can chime in you know <laughs> he he gets some zingers in there you know and yeah. i try to and i'm, I'm does, so yeah. fast yeah. and i'm so fast and i'm so like bam 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 that i have to slow down sometimes so he can have his time yeah for sure for sure i, I yeah well, he wouldn't keep doing it if he wasn't having a blast, and it shows no. that he's having a blast. Oh, he's have today. He said, "Oh my god, I had so much fun." He goes, "This was I needed this." He goes, "I missed you because he wasn't he wasn't on last week because he had some family issues going okay. on, a family emergency." So, uh, I kind I kind of feel like we're him tonight. Just <laughs> <laughs> and respectfully happy to do it. Right, right. Oh, I love it, loving it. That's for sure. <laughs> And you're drinking muscle milk. Look at you. And making us cry. I know. <laughs> I can feel my muscles growing. I'm happy Fuck to. I'm yeah. happy to cry. Um, are yeah. you? Are you still doing the other podcast or the Lunch Money podcast? Is that? No, that's on hold because okay. Gina, um, when she came back up to New York after being in Florida for lockdown, um, she ended up getting a job managing the comedy cellar. Okay. Okay. So she's working 14 hour days. Oh yeah. You know, and I'm like, gee. I go, we, we might do one for the holidays as a like a throwback like do a lunch money like holiday edition yep but um right now it's on hold just because it's just her schedule is so yeah. fucking crazy over there and you know i go you know i'm not in the comedy cellar yet um so i'm everywhere else but there and, okay uh, but i'll stop in just to say hi to her and show face or whatever yeah but um it's a cult so but i <laughs> but, but uh, i want in I want in now, <laughs> but I just never showcase for Etsy. Etsy, Etsy, God, 
I'm a hun. Sorry, I see now I'm banned. <laughs> I, she's not gonna see this either. You're good. Oh, thank God. <laughs> we'll block her. Fuck yeah. We'll cancel her. Uh, yeah. Cunt. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, so that's on hold. But I am as of today. Okay. I want to do because I do celebrity with Mark, and it's fun. But like you know, I'm like I'm gonna do a regular podcast in a studio. Okay with um you know with with a comic and i said i want to do this like today i put it on today and my girl i didn't even think of her and i was so mad i didn't think of her my friend frankie french who's up and coming about to blow up she called me she's like dude i want to do this podcast with you and i'm like oh, cool. oh my god why did i think of you i'm so stupid but we're gonna start a podcast we're gonna have a meeting on sunday and we're going to do it in person, obviously, because I want to have guests and yeah. then, like have it broadcast. But I want people in a studio. I miss the recording yeah. studio. And uh, so we're going to do it. It's going to call, be called Memba, Memba Dat. Like that's her title. Memba Dat. Memba okay. Dat time when that shit happened. And okay. it's, it's, it's what we call it old school comedy meets new school comedy. Because I'm in the game 100 years and she's nine years in. I'm 27 years in. I grew up in a different era. She's grown up in the technology era and the social media era. Oh, that's we didn't cool. have that starting. So yeah, her and I really mesh well. We love each other. She's a beast. I'm a beast. We have so much fun. So we're going to start this. So we're going to figure out. So that's coming soon. That's cool. We're probably going to, I got to talk to Gabe at Stand Up New York who owns it and say, we want to use the podcast studio Yeah, and, and do this podcast. And That's so, cool because so many of the the like the co comedy buddy podcasts that you see are people that are from the same class or whatever. They're all you know they've known yeah. each other forever and they're talking right. from the same perspective. It's yeah. kind of cool to have it from both sides. Because yeah. I want new school meets old school because there's her experience is so different from mine, right? Versus and, and vice versa. So I have experience that she doesn't have, and she has experience that I don't have, and yeah. her, you know it, it's just it's it's just fun that way we can have both and then have guests on you know yeah bring all the seller comics on or whatever and and just fucking talk shit about old school comedy stories and new school comedy stories and That's you know because awesome. i suck at social media i'm really bad at it <laughs> i was gonna say yeah it's it's well it's our biggest battle with with this podcast is trying to properly use social media to to promote where we struggle with it mightily because we're both old too we're old so, hearts yeah, yeah. You know. it's hard it's yeah. really hard but yeah you'll get there we'll get oh, there yeah. oh we all will absolutely <laughs> i mean it changes you know before i feel like as soon as i feel like i get it the next thing is up like we finally got figured out instagram and now it's like no you got to be on tiktok no instagram's still crushing it they're doing subscriptions now for all their big influencers to yeah i saw them that in money so you know, I don't have enough followers to have that. So, yeah. well, after you this, just follow me for free. This, after this, I'll have three. After this, <laughs> Etsy herself, worth it, totally worth Esty. it. Esty, I know, I said it wrong on purpose. <laughs> I just had to correct it just in case she hears this. Esty, we love you, Mama. <laughs> but, oh yes. Well, well, that sounds like a lot of fun. I, I I'm excited for that. Yeah, that'll be awesome. That'll be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. That's going to be a fun show. That's going to be a popping podcast, if I do say so myself. Just because Frankie's so electrifying. Like, you'll fall in love with her. She's amazing. I am I, I assuming we can find her on the Instagram. We'll 
Oh yes, you can. We'll, Frankie we'll French. We'll F R A N Q I. Yeah. So cool. I'm working on the logo right now. We're gonna set up times when we can, and then I'll talk to Gabe. I usually go to Gabe's on Sundays for football Sunday and oh, watch okay. the games with him. So nice. it's, I'll been ask him on Sunday night, like, hey, we want the podcast studio once a week, and they love Frankie. They love her too. Nice. So. Nice. Cool. They'll do it for us. Cool. And if not, I'll set it on fire. There you go. <laughs> there don't you go. ask. You do what yeah. you got to do you sometimes. Just tell them. Hey, yeah. you know, shit happens. Forget about it. How you doing? <laughs> Miss New York. Love it. Love it. <sighs> well, thank you so much. We we Aww, appreciate it. I, I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a, I'm going to, I'm going to take a little bit of a chance here and hope I don't offend anybody else, but I've never laughed this hard uh, during one of our podcasts. Yes. So, no offense to the, other the comedians to the other comedians. That that Total had offense to the other comics. You fucking suck. Yeah. Fuck you, Earl. You're terrible. Earl, especially you. You half a fag. I love you. Earl's my dude. I love you, Earl. You know, I'd marry you. I, I say that. So I, I was going to say, if you and Earl were on the same coast, that would be a great podcast. Oh, get him out there. Like, you got to get him out there. I would love amazing. Earl to live here because he belongs here. Yeah. Like, he this does. is, you know, he's he's so fucking he's so great. Yeah. Earl, if you're listening, you fucking homo, move to New York. <laughs> we let's will do this. Let's take it over together, bro. We will definitely, we will definitely tag him in this because, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> since we insulted him so much, right, right, he at least deserves a tag. <laughs> right. Maybe he'll want to come back out and defend himself. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, a battle! Let's do it. We got to yes. set up a battle, right? A yes. have, you, have you two ever battled each other? No, he would okay. probably kill me. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I think I don't, I'm pretty brutal. I'm pretty I, mean. I think you could hold. Yeah, I think it'd be a great battle. Wow, that would be cool. That would be cool. Well, thank you very much, Christy. We... Me... Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Oh, good, good. I'm glad you had a good time. We're 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 trying hard and hard, harder to get into the comedy world. We love talking with comedians, so we we really appreciate you uh, giving our little podcast a, a a bit of your time. Yeah, of course. Thank you so Thanks much. for uh, finding me and uh, having me on. This was a blast, and uh, you know, let's let's get it out there. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. If, you, if you want to come back on when the when the album comes out and promote it a little bit, let us know. You know, we'd oh, love to have you back yeah. anytime. So yeah, I, call me anytime. I'll be on. I have no problem. If you want, if you have Earl back on, I'll come back on too, and we can uh, all just. That would be fantastic. <laughs> that, I'm guessing they have like, come on, how amazing would that be? It, it'd be the easiest hour we'd ever do because I would right? just sit back and watch. <laughs> Go, boom. Uh, all right. Thanks. We also want to give you a chance to promote. Oh yeah, promote, promote your stuff. Oh so, yeah. yes. Okay, we'll shut so... up and let you go. Oh, that's that's all right. You, I've done all the talking <laughs> this last six hours anyway. <laughs> well, you're funny. We're not. So. Oh, so... <laughs> am I though? Yeah. <laughs> really? uh, I think I think we both agree. Yeah. You are. <laughs> well, I killed this crown, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> You made me cry. I mean, to be fair, we're both retards, but yeah. you still nailed it. Well, you spit. He cried. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you can rest easy tonight. That's. I mean, instead of the instead of the beard and the dimples and the beard, it should be the fucking crier and the spitter. <laughs> Nothing. All right. No, but I'm kind of glad should... he's considered the spitter because I'm the swallower. Right. Hello. I always cry when I have to spit. <laughs> Oh, oh goodness. Oh. <laughs>
but uh you got you could follow me on social medias uh, uh like instagram uh <laughs> as my Uh-oh. fucking thing falls over <laughs> is that a microphone or yeah, yeah it's okay all right it's my snowballs nice. <laughs> actually it's my blue balls <laughs> Perfect. what the fuck <laughs> i do live in hell's kitchen so there you go little figs over here dude and <laughs> you can follow me on instagram and stuff at christy miller comedy i deleted tiktok because it's fucking dumb horrifying. yeah and i kept getting banned from my like i was violating community standards with my humor so mm-hmm. i said okay fuck you and yeah, not worth it so i just stick to instagram and and stuff like that so you can follow me on instagram at christy miller comedy on youtube my channel's christy miller comedy uh, you can listen to me every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Fireside app. Okay. Uh, with Mark Riccadonna, we have our show Celebrity. Come join us live and chat with us and 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 totally chime in who you want us to make fun of. And uh, the links for those are in my link tree on my bio and uh, at Christy Miller Comedy, obviously. And uh, my album Christianity will be out soon, hopefully by the holidays. Awesome. For stocking stuffers, you know. Awesome stocking stuffers <laughs> like my bra and, uh, <laughs> but uh yeah so what else is there what else is there uh yeah uh, look out for our new uh podcast member dat with me and frankie french coming soon and uh that's it i think oh, perfect cool and excited we'll, for all of it to come out we'll put all that in the link below in the description below so go check it out Thank you thank so you, much. Thanks, thanks for spending time I, with us. Oh, I love you guys. You're awesome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and... Hear the culture. Electric acid.